Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Ecuador Insider Podcast. I am Jesse Bayer, joined as always by my business partner, Darnell Dunn. We are the co-founders and managing partners of Abundant Living Ecuador, a real estate and relocation services company based out of Loja in southern Ecuador. Uh, we are coming you, to you today on Saturday, June 11th uh, here in Loja. We've had a little funny weather lately, or you could call it Loja weather. It's been changing rapidly, lots of different climates within the same day. Today we got a little, a little, a whole dose of that, a little rain, a little sun, a little cold, a little warm. Um, but uh, we're excited to be here with you today, and we're really excited because we have um, who we think is a great guest uh, who I'll introduce in a minute, but um, let me run through the business before I do so. Uh, you can visit us on our website at abecuador.com. You can reach us on our toll-free line from the U.S. and Canada at 888-999-0948. If you're interested in relocation services, you can check that out at ecrelocation.com. Uh, we've got some new blog posts up, uh, one in particular called um, Hitting the Expat Wall that I think is a good read for anybody either living abroad or thinking about living abroad. And um, let's uh, let's get rolling. So we are joined today by Adam Williams. Um, Adam is an American living in Holland. Adam was on Wall Street for 16 years as a derivatives trader and salesperson. Um, he left Wall Street uh, to become an entrepreneur. Uh, excuse me, he left Wall Street and he helps, as he likes to say, which I like very much, um, he helps people get out of the matrix uh, through entrepreneurship and service. Um, Adam is currently involved in an avatar course for personal development, wellness products, and he's an online wellness coaching and personal trainer training professional. Um, Adam, thank you so much for being with here today, with us here today. We are actually recording this for the second time. I apologize for the technical glitch uh, in the first go around, but uh, how's it going, Adam? How are you? It's going great. Thanks uh, for the awesome introduction, Jesse, and uh, good to be with you uh, both, Darnella, as well. Again, thanks. Thanks. So, um, Adam, I know you know we talked about a lot of stuff last time. Um, obviously, for the listeners, they haven't heard any of that, nor will they. Um, we'll try to we'll try to hit on some of those things again. But um, I was thinking, you know, you uh, are a great sort of advocate or representative of the whole voluntary movement, the non-aggression principle, anarchy, and you also have um, you know, a really interesting story as far as in your life, both professionally and personally and spiritually, all that. I wondered if for a few minutes you could run through for our listeners um, you know, your background, how you sort of came across um, your ideologic or your philosophy that you're kind of ideologically aligned with now, uh, myself and Darnell fall very close to you as far as the way we look at those kinds of things. And I think, it, I think, um, you know, it'd be great for our listeners to get, uh, hear your voice as to what that's all about. Great. Thanks a lot, Jesse. Um, yeah, my pleasure. Um, my, my childhood was, uh, very interesting, when I was 17 years old, I had had 17 addresses. Uh, I think we had eight or nine houses before I, I went to college. Um, I guess when I was 18 or 19, and um, in, in 96, and uh, you know the a temporary house, you know, or, or so before when the, the house being prepared. So you know, I was born in Indiana, then lived there till I was seven, 18 months in San Antonio, Texas, and uh, two and a half years outside of uh, Philadelphia. In Pennsylvania, then a year in New Jersey, two years in California and Huntington Beach for sixth and seventh grade, uh, eighth grade through high school in San Antonio, Texas, and uh, Bryce University, four years in Houston, and nine years in Manhattan, and seven years in Connecticut. And wow. this is now my my fourth uh, fourth country to live in. Lived in France twice and lived in Australia and thirty uh, first country to visit. So. I've seen a lot of different things and, 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 and moved a lot and, and been very fortunate to, um, to, uh, pick up some wisdom. You know, Tony Robbins says, uh, you know, wisdom is obviously so important and wisdom comes from experience and experience comes from making bad decisions. So, uh, I've, I've been, been fortunate to have a lot of opportunity to, 
travel and, and do things and create things. And uh, through through that process of creating and destroying and um, testing, that, that's really where um, the change has, has come for me in terms of um, the way I see the world, the way I um, want to uh, conduct different parts of my life and really try to be the change uh, in order to create a, a peaceful planet. So that kind of take you through that quickly. Uh, you know, growing up, uh, what was really f- focused in, in my family was the external, you know, was uh, achievement, education, um, you know, money and, and having being, being able to provide, you know, for your family. My parents are coming out of civil rights, you know, where, where mm-hmm. the, 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 the physical opportunities were not the same. So, um, you know, education was definitely always seen as the most important thing. Um, and you know, the, the, the education that my parents, uh, knew about was simply, you know, state related education, you know, it right. was, you know, the university system and, and, you know, that, that process, um, you know, my sister is still, you know, in, in that process, she's a, she's a doctor. So she, you know, works with the aligns with the AMA and I'm personally more aligned with like homeopathic medicine yeah. and chiropr- chiropractors, <laughs> you know, so to eat, to each his or her own. But, um, right. You know what I grew up with was the the uh, the standard American kind of propagandized uh, idealistic version of government. That government is um, part of the solution. Government protects rights. Government uh, supports freedom. Um, as a minority, government um, you know. So, protects you and make sure that your rights are not right well i mean anybody who goes through you know 10 15 years of government education is going to believe that right (laughs) that basically that that is certainly what what people are going to believe so um yeah and then and then my reality was constructed around that i mean working in the financial area for for many years um you know i was already uh, a self-made millionaire from from zero you know over 10 years but by the time i learned anything about what the Federal Reserve was doing <laughs> and right, how, right. how different behind the scenes aspects of the financial system work, you know, and how, mm-hmm. how it is tied in with all the different wars and right, uh, right. Co- processes of coercion, you know, around the world and all, how it all kind of fits together. So um, for me, so from that, just to interject real quick. So from that, you did you got into debt-based money and and the IRS and taxes and how those are connected and that, yeah. exactly, yeah, okay. right, okay, hundred percent. So that whole, all, so many of those things that, I, that you just mentioned that I just took for granted mm-hmm. as quote unquote how the system works, uh, you know, <laughs> social social contract and whatnot. Yeah, right. You know, the you know it was really around two thousand. 11, 2012, uh, which we talked about last time, um, was a, a, a really uh, very important shifting of consciousness moment for, for many, many people, including yourselves, uh, that, that you know, a, a lot of different things were happening that um, had previously not, you know, been, been uh, unaware of. And, you know, uh, another thing that uh, is pretty, pretty fa- you know, famous quote is when people, when people, uh, are successful, they tend to party. When people have right. challenges, they tend to ponder. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I was doing a lot of pondering in 2011 and 2012 after, you know, 10 years of, of you know, <laughs> 20 to 20 to 40% per year growth, you know, right. in my, right. in my um, discrete income. Right. I mean, I was building, rec- <laughs> I was building recurring assets, but my income was discrete. And that's, that was the only income that I had learned about. I hadn't really learned about, you know, the, the, the skills to build passive income and to build systems and use technology and things like that. It just, you know, I was, I was you know, indoctrinated into the get a job, you know, great, go to a great school. I went to Rice. My sister went to Duke, you know, we just, oh, oh, you went to Rice University. Oh, wow. It was so smart. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, that whole thing, you know? Um, and, and so, you know, the reality now, uh, as I kind of, close, I guess, this passage is, is that uh, there's just more and more people waking up to the fact that all these paradigms that have been sold to people um, through the media, through the culture, through whatever, are just wrong. And they're just, they just don't exist anymore. You know, this idea that you can work 
you know, 40 hours a week for 40 years and retire on 40% of what you're making. It's just like, it doesn't exist anymore. Like inflation and currency debasement and, um, you know, all these other, uh, these factors, uh, unwinding of many, many years of advantage that the United States held by exporting inflation around the world. And, you know, now that's, that's starting to, to, it's going to come to a halt soon. And so, um, you know, there's significant, uh, risk of protracted and um, purchasing power loss for people going forward. There's a, there's a real risk of loss of lifestyle for 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 people in many first world countries. And so um, the, the 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 transition, I think, to understanding it and taking advantage and and like you know, like Jim Cramer always says, there's a there's a bull, always a bull market somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's always there's always somewhere where there's you know, there's opportunity and where there's, you know, people, you know, reaching for uh, more liberty and whatever. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that the, the, the educational um, whole journey that, that led me to where I am now, um, I, I would just label as the spiritual path, you know, the, the spiritual path would kind of be the, the, the global label of uh, just my awakening process to, you know, more things with, happening within my own self and the you know taking that knowledge and then you know working out from there you know I, I think as I mentioned before my life uh, for a long time was kind of living from the outside in and then you know uh, post the spiritual path uh, it's been more from the inside out so you know through you know personal development courses and um, considering different more you know philosophy and principles that's really how I got to voluntarism and that's how I you know came to people like Ron Paul and and came to people like Larkin Rose and Mark Passio, and um, then also the practical people like Simon Black or yeah. um, Jeff Jeff Berwick, you know, who yeah. are who are you know doing websites and, and doing events, you know. So there's there's just all, all different um, people, you know, to to learn from on the journey. But you know what I find is that the no matter if I'm talking to Larkin Rose on the phone or I'm speaking to Jeff Berwick in a private message or um, you know, uh, meeting with Mark Passio in person at one of his events and talking with him for, you know, 10 minutes when I can get him away from people. And, you know, the philosophy all is the same. It matches up. It's consistent. It's morally yeah. consistent because it's based on natural law. It's based on right. the non-aggression principle. It's based on self-defense principle. Um, yep. It's based on, um, you know, uh, external anarchy as our, as our default and love state uh, an, an internal monarchy, meaning a source of being. You know, the opposite, which is government, is is external monarchy, and in an internal anarchy because you're indoctrinated, you know, from someone else's idea. So, the 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 one that we want is the path of love, of natural law, which is external anarchy and internal monarchy, and then it's the reverse, is the path of fear. So, you know, again, these all this. Stuff feels very intuitive and natural for the three of us now because we studied it. But anyone can study it. It's it's just uh, a matter of which aspect of this whole umbrella of the spiritual path is, is an interesting gateway to move people from uh, the only divide that matters, which is the statist divide, uh, over to the voluntarist divide. You know, do you do you support the use of violence against peaceful people? And just making sure that that answer is always no. So. That would be how I how I lay it right. down. And then if you don't support that, then you know obviously you know any action that the state takes is violence. So you know it becomes morally impossible to support that apparatus. You, you got it. And just, it's a matter of uh, you know I was interviewed the other day by uh, Danilo Cuellar, who does a, a lot of amazing uh, peaceful anarchy podcast and mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, you know, he's a really sharp guy, and when the two of us were speaking, and, and uh, uh, what were we just talking about? What were we just saying about anarchy? Um, I mean, just that. Just I was just saying that you know, any any action the state takes is violence. So once you've come to the conclusion that you know non-voluntary interactions are morally uh, wrong, then you know it becomes impossible to support the state. Exactly. So, yeah, thank you. So peaceful noncompliance was the, is the phrase that, that he's focused on. And I I think it's so great. Peaceful Mm noncompliance. That is, that's, that's the action that, that makes the most sense. Yeah, very much agreed. 
um, very well stated. I think um, that's so awesome for our listeners to hear, especially if they don't have a background in this um, philosophy. Um, I encourage everyone to check out those names that you just mentioned, um, all people I like and follow, uh, less so Ron Paul per se, but he certainly has a lot of good ideas as well. Um, I also think that he's, because he's so well known, it's like a good entryway to understanding the financial. Yeah, he, he's the gateway drug. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 the he's he's the he's the he's the most credible minarchist that that's there. Right. Right. So so you know everyone 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 can understand the the minarchist. You know that that's right. a reference point. That's a reference point that everyone on the spectrum because it's, it's right there in the middle that that they can understand. So in and he has credibility. Yeah. Yeah, he's got credibility, and you know, he generally has said the same thing for thirty years, which is more yes. than more than more than the three of us can say. <laughs> <laughs> right. Another name I'd throw out there for people if they're interested in studying the money system, which we've talked about a little bit in this show. I won't recap how that whole thing works now, but I think Mike Maloney is an excellent listen as well. Um, if you're interested, yeah. Totally, totally agree. I, I think that he's very credible. I also like David Stockman. Yep. David Stockman's a bit more cerebral. His articles are quite long and and you know, you, you need to understand something about what's happening to even get what he's saying, but Mike Maloney definitely. I think uh he's got great videos, right? Great videos. And he puts them out all the time and he's, you know, very prepared in his videos. He really lays it out in a way that um maybe you need, you know, a, a minuscule amount of financial background but not not much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, David Stockman is a more aggressive read, so yeah, I agree. Mike Malone is a great person to start. Totally. Yeah, and I find I find in my life um, the money system is probably the best kept secret of all these things. It seems to be the hardest for people to be able to grasp, even though it's pretty simple once you understand it. There seems to be. It seems to be really difficult for people, even if it's explained slowly and clearly for people to understand. And I think at least partly that reason is because it is so well hidden. I mean, you go through however many years of school and you can go to college and get a master's and never, ever have been introduced in any way, shape or form to the money system, to money creation, how money is created, what it is. Um, and I think once you understand that, it it changes everything. It's a it's an excellent excellent point, and I, I totally agree. It's the it's the single most obfuscated topic, you know, in in, in consciousness is is a money system. It's uh, it's just completely hidden. The fact that you ultimately hundred percent have a deep state operating on top of the government that is unaccountable, and that is you know own, owns these central banks. And, you know, is connected to um, all the different aspects of tyranny and oppression of people, you know, around the world. And, yeah, people just don't – the cognitive dissonance around it is so, is so strong. I mean, I have so many friends that just don't – they don't even talk about it anymore to people because I mean, they, they learned about it five years ago, ten years ago, and were screaming at the top of their lungs for a couple of years and just no one cared, you know. So, <laughs> so – so that you know, you realize that you know, you have to get, ultimately, you can educate the people that want to to understand. But otherwise, um, what you can do, well, the most important thing is just to continue to develop yourself and develop your tribe, your tribe, <laughs> and go from work out from there. Exactly, I think that's really well said. Yeah, because I mean, it it, it getting back to the natural law stuff, it's such an individual journey, and so really we can't hurt or help in any significant way anybody not that i can't injure another party of course i can and not that i can't you know give somebody a hand but the way the cosmos works no i can't help anybody who's not asking for that help and i can't really hurt anybody who's not already aligned to be hurt by me no <laughs> so I re yeah i like that man no i mean you're right at the end of the day we are we are all, you know, creators of our own reality, and exactly. personal responsibility is the—that's the most important virtue that you know, to to defend. Courage, personal responsibility, um, but all we can do is be accelerants or hindrances to the 
to the unfolding of <laughs> of events. And so I think that exactly. aligning with hel- helping people is how you become a, an, an accelerant. <laughs> yeah, but it's really through what you're talking about that you can help people. Like you can only help people by helping yourself. Like you can only help people by being the best you you can be. And then, you know, of course, uh, that sort of wave goes out and other people latch onto it and are helped by you, but it's only because, you know, you're doing what you need to do for yourself. You got it. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's exactly, you know, the way that I, I see it now. One, one interesting point to mention is, well, I think that ultimately, you know, personal responsibility is, you know, most important, um, and the biggest deter- determinant of you know your success is your own willpower, you know, control of your attention, you know, ethics, your principles, all these things, right? Um, however, the one thing that I think is is that causes a lot of stress for people that that is a bit hidden, um, that that contributes to uh, the people's sense of being stuck or being distracted or, or unfulfilled, which I think is a lot of people, you know, in, in the, in the first world, um, is a a bit of what we talked about in, in, about this financial system, all the, all the hidden costs, all the expenses to living, all the ways that, that the, the advances of technology from the free market have been really kind of stolen by government and, and, and have, and and have been, have been blocked and stolen and, and have been uh, rationed and have been taxed and and all kind of things because you know if, if we look at the three of us you know with with our you know, work ethic and intelligence and drive and yeah go do it you know and if we're living in 1958 you know Darnell's and I uh, level of melanin uh, notwithstanding <laughs> you know we we'd be able to have you know one job one job. Work forty hours a week. You got pension, right? You got investments. You got kids' college paid for. Wife's at home, right? Pursuing what she wants to do, and and you know it wasn't extravagant, but I mean you had there was a, there was a middle class that's been destroyed. Right. That's that whole thing's been destroyed, but there but we're still educating people as if it still exists. So yep. that that creates a lot that the, the system that you're in you can't. Obviously, it's your own personal source beingness that determines your reality. But the yes. system that you're in, and understanding it, and and seeing it for how it is, it's a huge <laughs> impact as well. Absolutely, sense? it's crumbling, really. Um, and you know, Adam, you had uh, opened by talking a little bit about, or I guess Jesse opened by talking about how you've gotten out of the matrix and um, how you've disconnected yourself from the financial system and gone into business. Can you talk a little bit about that? I think that that's really um, will be really powerful for our listeners because we have lots of people who are primarily from the U.S. and Canada, but other parts of the world who are considering a relocation to Ecuador and are not at the point where they can retire and are looking for, you know, how to get into business, how to disconnect from the system and how to be really sovereign financially. Um, talk a little bit to us uh, about that. But hold on, hang on, Adam, just to introduce real quick, and Darnell, that is a fantastic question. Um, I'm very much looking forward to hearing your answer. But just uh, before we change topics, um, was it Ron Paul that said 90% of your labor is stolen through taxes, inflation, and hidden taxes? I, I don't remember that. It might have been Ron Paul or somebody else, but but that's entirely plausible. Yeah, I mean that just drives home so well what you're talking about. I think that statistic is just about right. So you're living on about ten percent of your labor, and that's done through the money system primarily, but secondarily through taxes and hidden taxes. And yeah, all these and, things. And so then, what does that do? It 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 gets into fear, and then once people are in fear, they're easy to control. And, and, you know, th- there you have it. So I don't necessarily need you to comment on that. I just wanted to mention it. So please, please uh, get to Darnell's question. I'm very interested in your answer. Yeah. And, and, and really just to, just to, just to, uh, to join the, the two, the parts of the segue here is that really it's the, it's the wealth extraction mechanism that's so immoral, right? It's not like having, having a government, build a road or 
you know, protect uh, a waterway or whatever they're, they're doing, th- that 5% of money that's getting to that activity, sure, that's, that's good. But if 95% of the money that for the taxes is going to like war and right. be bureaucratic salaries and all, all kinds of nonsense and just websites that don't work, like, uh, the, you know, si- Simon Black was talking about how um, the Louisiana Purchase, like in today's dollars, was something, it's like some number of millions. It's like $300 million or something, you know, something like in today's <laughs> dollars. Right? Like, how, like how much value they got, you know, for like that purchase. And think about like the government now spent $2 billion on a website. It doesn't work, you know, or you know, something just, <laughs> just, ri- just, ri- just ridiculous, you know. So, uh, yeah, so Darnell, so great question. So getting out of the matrix. Um, you know, I, I, I certainly will not say it's easy. Um, I think it is simple, but it's definitely not easy um, because, A, you know, a lot of people um, are just simply used to the, the, the uh, salary, salaried mentality and the, the stability therein or perceived stability therein of, hey, I, you know, I've got a steady paycheck and so – you know, I'm I'm in control of my situation, and uh, again, that used to be the case, but now the, there's an all-out attack from every perspective um, on full-time jobs. Whether it's Obamacare, that's cost like a few hundred thousand jobs. Like, dude, all these numbers coming from government are just whack. And if you actually look into the, if you if you look into them, like there's lo- there's lo- ten, tens of thousands of manufacturing jobs are lost in the United States like every month. Or you know every few months, and they're replaced by bartender and waitress jobs. It's mm-hmm. like, it's it's just not sustainable. It's just like people. It's like the the negative interest rates and the zero interest rates and all these borrowing has crowded out so much private capital, and people are now eating their own investment. It, it's just it's crazy. Anyway, a nineteen trillion dollar national debt that the only way to, yeah. well, that can't be repaid, but the only way it to can pay the interest repaid. on is through taxes. It's, it's just in, just and through inflation and others sort of try to make make the make the problem uh, you know less bad and and then they, they're there's fortunately the uh, Swiss just voted against doing the helicopter money and giving giving everyone this this basic income and again I've I've had you know philosophical conversations with bright people here in Holland what do you think about basic income and some of them think it's a good idea and I, and I just yeah. and I'm like guys you know you just have to go back to the principles. On some of these ideas that seem like they have a good intention, what's the principle behind it? It's like, well, every everything of value has to come from somewhere. It has to be produced or, you know, bartered for or you know, created. You know, it just can't come from nowhere. And so, uh, you know, when you look at the the coercion, you look at the manipulation, you look at all the different, you know, the corruption, all these aspects. You know, it doesn't paint the the picture. So to get to your question, Darnell. Um, the first thing that you have to do is, is just increase your understanding. You're never going to go like for me moving moving to Holland for for nine weeks and starting on a new journey where now I'm not I'm probably not going to be living in the U.S. Uh, primarily for the next two years is, is my plan. I'm going to be in Europe and South America perhaps. Um, and you know I never would have really you know moved down that path in the way that I have had I not had the understanding and I not had the curiosity to understand more about uh the opportunities in emerging markets versus the u.s why why my role as an ex-derivatives trader on wall street is like you know really going 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 down and down in 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 value and in need because of xyz things um versus being one of the first people in a different country to even understand a business model you know there's there there's all different ways to figure out a way to marry your zone of excellence, the things that you enjoy doing, okay, with the uh, zone of uh, value where other people will pay for it. You know, so it's a whole process to figure out uh, some of these aspects. Uh, then, in terms, in terms on, in terms of uh, the logistics of it. Uh, you know, you can start out by, I mean, being in America, being in America is, is great, right? Because you have a, a visa, you know, um, ability for most places where you can just go there for three months. 
and check it out. So, you know, for me, I didn't have to get a visa to come here to Holland. So I just came here for nine weeks. I go back um, to deliver Avatar course in, in three weeks from today. Um, and, and then I'll be there, then I'll come back, you know, so, um, you can always, uh, you know, get away from the country and try something completely different if you want to just make a big change. Now, if you want to start smaller, you've got family, you got kids, uh, other things keeping you, um, you know, uh, in place, you know, it's really the grueling, um, nature of nights and weekends of just, of just putting in between two and 10 hours a week of, you know, whatever it is, whether it's earning extra income, okay, so that you have the, the flexibility to um, create a, a job that you prefer better than, than the job you have now, or, or it's just um, increasing your education, or um, just finding a way to get into the profession you really want to be in in some tiny way, even if it's just volunteering, you know what I mean? Yep. So um, it's really just, just getting it, getting the, the conviction level that it's really important to do something. If you watch these, if you watch the matrix, you watch V for Vendetta, you watch the Truman show. And if you watch, if you, if you read the news and, and, and you just feel like, God, this is just, this is just, you know, there's just so much about the world that's fake. And I, I want my life to be real. I want to have real things. I want to have real assets. I want to have recurring income that is, is sticky no matter what happens. You know, these are things that can be created and just, just takes time and attention and effort. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for that, Adam. I, I know in our own experience, we've used a lot of social media to, um, to share the message about our, about our business and what we're doing and how other people can be involved and how other people can really create a life in Ecuador. Can you talk about how you're using social media with the three business ventures you're involved in now? Totally, yeah. So social media work in a multi, you know, number of ways. It can be um, social proof and third-party verification. So when people are looking at your website or have your car, and they can go on your Facebook page or your Instagram or whatever and see other people that you know appear to be real, <laughs> you know, interacting <laughs> with you, and and you know um, that you've got pictures of yourself, not just spamming your opportunity, you know, all over the world, but you, you know, travel and, um, you know, interesting ideas or whatever your philosophy is or positivity, you know, so works that, that way. Um, using attraction marketing techniques and, uh, doing videos or doing posts or just, um, working on bring, bring you know, with kind of with the intention to bring people to then getting them offline just the same way that Jesse got me on to do the, the podcast. He just gave me a call, <laughs> you know, and yeah. so, or just met, reached out, you know, Hey, so, um, just connecting with people offline, uh, you know, whether it's private message, really getting people on the phone and, you know, you can, you can, Facebook and social media is a endless uh, amount of potential, um, business partners or students or whatever, you know, um, uh, then, uh, three is, uh, literally using social media as, uh, like a business and learning. This is one of the things that we're doing in, uh, the B hip business is teaching people, um, free techniques to build funnels, build systems, build, build voluntary question and answer modules where people who are looking for, um, the services or products that you provide or the education can find you, you know, and they can be filtered out. There's a, there's a great expression, um, amateurs convince and professional sort. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, that's one way, that's one thing you can do with social media. So yeah, there's really a number of different strategies that you can use. Um, you know, another good strategy that I learned from one of my mentors named AJ Merzad is to give away 90% of your, yes. of your value for free and then set charge for 10% because if you give away yes. a lot of value, people's like, oh, if this guy gives away this stuff, imagine what the paid stuff is like. And, you know, you, you know, the more people pay for your services, the more they pay attention. Um, so, you know, we're, we're working towards higher ticket sales and being able to create more valuable, uh, services. That's, that's a path to, uh, helping, uh, create more income faster with, with less effort. And ultimately if your heart's in the right place, you, you, you can now serve, serve more people. So, um, you can really uh, use social media in a lot of you know great great ways. 
I would say for anybody out there listening um, who wants to dive down the social media rabbit hole and social media, my God, it's such a powerful tool. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk is really good. He's really good. And he talks a lot about what you just touched on, which I'm a huge believer in, in, in just giving away value. Um, produce it, give it away. That'll attract people to you. And then you can do, you know, lots of other stuff. But yeah, the point exactly. is to build the following, build the network and give value away because this world, you know, talk about natural law. This world is designed to reward you in exactly with what you put out, exactly as with what you put out. So if you're giving away value, if you're giving away love, if you're giving away good vibes and happiness and helping people like that's all going to come back to you. And, you know, just getting back real quick to what you were saying before about, um, you know, your sort of journey and your advice for people, uh, you know, intending to exit the matrix, so to speak. Um, I would just add for me in my personal, uh, experience, don't focus at all on like the specifics, like, oh, I don't have this money. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have this. Like I, you know, I have these kids I have, you know, I had all that stuff. Like I had all that stuff. I've been hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt at different times in my life. Um, you know, I've had the mortgage, the kids, the nine to five with another job on top of that and school on top of that. And like, I've, like I've been down all those paths and like the only, the only way in my experience that things work out the way you want them to work out, have a vision have a plan, and then just go do it. It doesn't matter how the stuff's going to come. Like, it's going to come. Whatever you need will come as long as you're not focused on it not being there and all these specifics that you need that you don't have. Just move forward. And, you know, the things will fall into place uh, assuming you're, you're moving forward and in the right space that you need to be in. You got it, man. I really, really love all that language. Um, I, I, I couldn't agree more that... Uh, that's the way that that things are you know we we have all these different limitations in our minds sometimes about you know i can't this i can't that you just have to remove i can't you know from your yeah. mind and realize that there's there's just there's unlimited opportunities you know before we we had our dreams funneled into these these limited you know um perspectives um you know we we sometimes forget how how expansive and unlimited our imagination was, <laughs> you know, right. before, before <clears throat> things happen to us in, in, in life to reduce, uh, you know, our, 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 our feelings of, of power. But certainly, I mean, that's been my experience is that I, I didn't know how certain things would work out. Um, certainly these last few years I've been working to, to make some changes and really create some more liberty and some more freedom and get, get, get unstuck from, um, a few things that just were no longer that used to work that just stopped working. And, you know, so sometimes you have to just realize, Hey, this doesn't work anymore. And I need to, to, to move on. And a lot of times people are stuck and unable to move on because of the beliefs, because of the philosophy, because they, they're, it's, it's, a, it's a mentally being stuck. It's got nothing to do with what's possible, uh, in physical reality. So yeah, really marrying, marrying that will with the courage and, and again, working on the spiritual path, uh, uh, getting getting some education uh, there and 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 some exercises and some tools that you can use to raise your own consciousness. I mean, any any of those type of things that that you can do uh, to get yourself in a better state. Um, that's going to allow for better outcomes as you're moving forward. That's great. Yeah. So. Um we're going to give you, obviously, a chance to plug all your stuff. It sounds like you're involved in some really uh, interesting things. Let's see. Um, do you want to give a quick – have you traveled I, – I know we touched on this a little bit last time. I forget a bit. Have you traveled at all in South America? Yeah, I have. What are the places you've, you've been to? Yeah, I've only been to, uh, to Brazil mm -hmm. in, in, the, in the mainland. I was there in – 2004 or so uh when people say brazil i just automatically ask about the women last time but <laughs> <laughs> i haven't been there yet brazil brazil's brazil's a fantastic place <laughs> um, we, 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 we went to we went to uh bahia to to salvador we went to this beach called moro de sao paulo mm -hmm. which is it's like three hours from where the tourist area is like on a on a ferry and drive your car and 
you know, on a boat. Just amazing. Um, so beautiful. And I uh, went to Rio, and, and that was interesting. Um, uh, and I've also been to Aruba and Bonaire, just mm-hmm. uh, very close to uh, to Venezuela. Um, Bonaire was especially awesome. Uh, that was about maybe 15 years ago or so uh, for scuba diving. Okay. Because you can just walk off the beach and and go into the ocean. So yeah, but um, and both of those countries are part of the Dutch Caribbean, right? You you got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've been meeting a lot of people here from uh, from Curaçao. Okay, there's a lot of lot of Dutch, a lot of Dutch Antilles people uh, live in Rotterdam. So, are you, hey Adam, are you doing any? Are you playing around investing wise with any of the opportunities in? Uh, the like currency arbitrage stuff that's available largely as it ties to real estate. I mean, for us, it's like we, we look at the dollar and where it's at, or if you're from England, for example, or even, or even if you're in euros and you're changing over to dollars or you're changing over to, um, more importantly, or more, uh, specifically, if you're changing over to some of the local currencies, say in Chile or Brazil or Colombia, for example, um, you know, once you do the currency exchange and then you price, um, in real estate, your assets. Wow. Right now. Do you, do you dabble in that at all? Uh, not too much. Um, you know, I spent so many years in front of screens, right. <laughs> you know, uh, trading financial instruments. My, my time is, uh, mostly spent now on building systems and building people. So cool. Cool. Yeah. Very good. Well, Adam, why don't you take five or 10 minutes um, and give our listeners an overview of some of the things that you're involved with, um, how they can get in touch with you, um, how they can hire you if they're interested in your services and so forth. Sure. Thank you so much, guys. And I really appreciate the chat. We had a, such a great conversation last time. This was, uh, I think, even better. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it as well. So, uh, cool. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so um, yeah, that my first uh, initiative and, and passion project is uh, it's called the Avatar Course, and um, that's a personal development uh, program that is uh, about thirty years old. Um, it is uh, a really deep dive into consciousness and belief systems and indoctrination, and just covering a really broad study of. Uh, of philosophy and consciousness. Um, the, the author is a man named Harry Palmer who, uh, I just have a lot of respect for just like I do for Eckhart Tolle and Deepak Chopra and other, other writers, um, that, uh, that touch the soul. So, um, while I, I've, I've done all, all different types of personal development, um, in order to, you know, grow as a person and, and be, uh, and be better. Um, and I'm a big advocate of, of personal development, uh, of the personal development industry and just the people who, um, who serve others to help raise their consciousness, the people who do it, who do it, do it right, you know? Um, and, uh, and, uh, you know, I've spent probably over a hundred thousand dollars on personal development in my life between therapy, between going to Tony Robbins events, going to Abraham Hicks, if you've heard of them and, um, but uh, the avatar course has been, um, the Sangha and the word Sangha means spiritual family that I'm the most uh, connected with. It's really, uh, and I, 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 as I told you before, I was director on wall street. So I've been an officer at Merrill Lynch and officer at Jeffries and I've been, uh, captain of the football team and I've been on rice football and I, you know, I, I've done all, been with all different groups and all different, you know, levels of competition and, uh, having a great mission or whatever. And, uh, the, the, the avatar course is the kindest group of people, uh, in the world, the kindest, kindest, ki- kindest folks in the world. It's, um, there's a lot of attention just on, for each student, for their journey, for creating, uh, an environment of love and support and compassion and empathy for each person's journey and their awakening. So in nine days, um, it's a three section course. Um, section one is two days and section two is five days and section three is, uh, another two days at the end and roughly. And, uh, at the end you, you have a, a brand new voluntarist from, from a status mindset. You have a brand, brand new loving family member from yeah. someone who had struggled with their family, you have whatever. So, you know, it, it's, um, it's, it's a, it's a wonderful tool. It's the education that the world needs. 
so much right now. Uh, and so uh, the next one is in three weeks uh, in Orlando, Florida. Um, so hopefully this this episode will make it onto the internet soon. So yes, if, you're, yes. if you're if you're if you're if you're within driving distance of Florida, of Orlando, Florida, and you're interested in in and having uh, an amazing nine-day vacation with uh, some of the, the kindest people in the world and uh, being able to uh, have a, a guided tour of your own consciousness, uh, then uh, there are, there's nothing else I could recommend more than the Avatar course, uh, July 2nd through 10th. Um, my, my second project is called BHIP, which is, uh, stands for Believe in Helping Impact People uh, or Believe in High Impact Products. And uh, BHIP is a Danish company that uh, is a few years old, uh, has been exploding in Asia, and is just getting going in Europe. Uh, it's not even in South America and North America yet in terms of the business opportunity. You, you can get products there. And um, it's simply uh, the best quality nutritional products that are available. Um, a, lot of, a lot of times the best quality products are sold in the network marketing or multi-level marketing or uh, – relationship marketing or human entrepreneurship or direct selling, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this, this is the, the decentralized space of, um, of, uh, cutting out all the retail middlemen of, you know, stocking and inventories and, uh, all that stuff. That's very expensive for, for companies and just going direct with the story and the connection of the products to the people. So, uh, I like being involved with both products and services to give myself some some interesting things to work on, and uh, just fall in love with these products. I've just been using them for a few weeks. Uh, this is a new initiative for me. Actually, the Holland is just opening now, so if there's any Dutch networkers listening to this to this <laughs> podcast, definitely connect with me very soon. Um, so uh, yeah, it's just a it's an initiative I'm really excited about. I really love the. The company culture, I love the ethics, and I love the training. We're actually teaching people internet marketing. So this is really, really great information that you usually have to pay a lot of money for to learn, like funnels and lead capture pages and uh, how to do survey, all this stuff um, to really maximize it and get leads for uh, being able to help people. So um, very excited about that, um, you know, working on on, uh, on this business now here in Holland. And this is uh, actually the primary reason why I plan on coming back to living in Holland uh, the next uh, couple of years uh, to just launch the launch this wellness business in this country and uh, you know live in Europe for a while and travel a bit after 16 years in the New York City area. Um, so uh, really excited about BHIP and what we're, what we're doing. Um, you can get products and and try that uh, we've got uh, amazing weight loss stuff we've got energy drinks with no sugar and no chemicals so really just uh, awesome stuff um, especially in a world where we have so much sugar so much caffeine um, in some of these energy drinks and uh, just obesity everywhere absolutely everywhere so um, so so in a few weeks we're gonna have our uh, customer website open right so I can give you say hey you know you can just buy like one, one box you know and they can get it at home but that's not available yet because it just opened here two weeks ago. So I have like a lot of stuff in my apartment because <laughs> because I'm the very beginning, you know. But but it's all good. And you know what? If there's an EMP attack, like I am good. <laughs> I got you. I can live on fusion for a while. I can survive. <laughs> but anyway, this this will be turned back into cash here in the next few days, and then uh, we're building our technology to to help people. Uh, and then finally is um, my online wellness and fitness coaching. So um, really just uh, started that from, from uh, my experience, uh, you know, being an athlete uh, my whole life and doing CrossFit for two years, you know, 16 years of yoga. Um, you know, I can still – I'm 38, and the other day I bench pressed uh, 225 13 times, which is like um, – the incoming NFL cornerbacks, they, they're between yeah. 15 and fifteen and 21. So I was happy. That. So I'm <laughs> yeah, pretty strong. As you should be. <laughs> yeah, I'm still pretty strong. I did, I did a round off backflip the other day. Ooh. So my body, my body still works pretty well. Show off. So yeah. <laughs> so, so, so uh, yeah, I just have learned a lot about nutrition and just look, you know, how to, how to maintain strength over time, you know, how, how to get your, uh, tie in your beliefs and, um, you know, your, your activity and, uh, making sure that your wellness is important enough to you and just learning like 
how to build strength from home, like the proper form and just what, you know, all any aspects of that entire process. Uh, I've been helping people online. Uh, I do everything from uh, online workouts over uh, over Google Hangouts or over you know Facebook video, and I just literally go go. You know, I just you know, <laughs> so I can just you know I can I can do more than more than one person at the same time. So again, with technology, there's so many different ways to serve. There's so many different ways to get out of the matrix. There's so many different ways to create your own private economy. Yep. So you have your own private economy that you can that can nourish you, regardless of what's happening. Um, out there. So those are, those are the three things I'm focused on helping people with either their soul and their spirit, their skin and their sustenance or their strength. Awesome, Adam. And, and how can people get in touch with you? Yeah, sure. So, um, email's great. That's rice, like the food, owl, like the bird, Adam at gmail.com. That's at rice university. So rice, owl, Adam at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook's awesome. Uh, love Facebook. Uh, message and messenger to uh, to connect with people. So I'm Adam and Williams on Facebook and on WhatsApp. WhatsApp is great. Uh, my number is uh, I'm, I'm Trent wide open. You can text me whatever one six four six two six five zero two nine three is my U.S. number. Love here, so. love hearing that U.S. area code or that uh, New York area code. And also just to for people to to know. Um, Adam has these puts out these like one minute videos usually on Facebook pretty frequently. They're really good. I'd encourage anyone to go check it out. Thanks, man. Yeah, I uh, I'm putting it together slowly. I'm you know I'm gonna, I'll have I, my web my website I I believe is going to be called connectwithadamwilliams.com. Mm-hmm. I just had I've not gotten around to just purchasing it and getting that done. Hopefully this next week. So mm-hmm. I believe I believe the website will be connectwithadamwilliams.com. You better get on that before somebody steals it <laughs> <laughs> and tries to sell it back to you. <laughs> well, Adam, uh, Darnell's going to wrap up here in a minute, but. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to email next week. Hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got this website for sale. That's <laughs> oh, great. Classic, yeah. But uh, Adam, I just uh, I just want to thank you for taking the time. Um, I totally pleasure. support you and everything you're doing. You're you're an awesome guy. You're on the right path. I love uh, love hearing everything you're about, and um, I feel like you know the message is getting out there. The world is changing. It's a beautiful place. So thank you so much for being here and for all you do. Hey, thanks so much, guys. I can't wait to hear the show later, and I uh, can't wait to meet you guys in South America when I get down there next. Yeah, please please uh, come visit us when you come down. Sounds great. All right. Thanks again. All right. Cool. Awesome. Fantastic. Bye-bye. Take care, Adam. Bye, man. Well, uh, again, we appreciate Adam joining us on uh, this week's podcast. Uh, Again, we are Abundant Living Ecuador, a real estate and relocation services company based in Loja, Ecuador. You can reach us toll-free from the U.S. and Canada at 888-999-0948. Uh, you can also reach us via email at info at abequador.com. That's A as in Apple, B as in boy, Ecuador.com. And find out more about our relocation services at ecrelocation.com. Thanks again for joining us this week, and uh, we'll see you next time.